Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Quincy. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, Quincy, we leave for how long has it been? Shoot, probably like five months, and I don't know. The world just goes straight to hell. I mean, we got a killer virus on the loose. We got... Yes, murder hornets. Oh, I read that story the other day and I was done. And then, as of yesterday, it started getting passed around everywhere that um, a guy in our home state by the name of Ahmad Arbery was uh, shot and killed by two white men, and he was unarmed, just on a jog. Yes, rest in peace. Well, Quincy, we've got some good news. Uh, those two guys were arrested today. For real? Yes. That was the good news? Yes. They... Yeah, that's great. That's great. For real, they were arrested for real? Yes. The GBI took over and arrested them since the sheriff's uh, department would not. Now, this is a very sad, um, sad event that took place, if you guys don't know. Um, it circulated all around the internet, but um, Ahmad Arbery was, um, it was, you know... He was a guy in Georgia, and he literally just was jogging. And these two white men by the name of uh, Travis and Greg Michael, um, Greg being the father and Travis being the son, um, saw him and said that they thought he fit the description of a burglar that they saw in a truck. Well, what they decided to do was take law into their own hands, which they shouldn't have even done, first of all. And second of all, it wasn't even justice. If that's what you call justice, then that is a failure. Because that was not justice, because they had no evidence. All they went off of was his appearance, which, I mean, if you can think, two white men chasing an African-American man who's jogging with a truck. They, They chased him in their truck. And literally just went off the fact, they were like, he looks like, you know, they were thinking, well, he looks like, you know, the description that they had in their mind, which obviously was probably biased. And instead of calling the police, they took the law into their own hands, which wasn't even the law, and they shot him and killed him. Meanwhile, if you watch the footage uh, before he, of before he got killed, they pulled up right next to him, started screaming at him. One of them got out of the car with a shotgun. The other was in the truck bed with a shotgun. The father was shooting at um, at Ahmad, and the son was just fighting with him. And honestly, this was an awful situation and case scenario, and should have never happened, but it did. And what's even worse about it is the two men previously who we mentioned who were just arrested today They shot and killed him, and the DA, district attorney for their uh, area of Brunswick, Georgia, stated that their killing of Ahmad was justified and tried to say that it was self-defense and that it it followed the lines of a citizen's arrest and self-defense. And meanwhile, um, two of these men who are monsters got to walk free while Ahmad and... Um, never got to, and uh, his family uh, obviously was hurt because two men just killed him for no reason, with no grounds to do such a thing. And the DA, the the actual justice system of Brunswick County, defended him. They defended both of them, 
And um, that was just the most awful thing ever. Because this this happened in February 23rd of this year. And it is, what, Quincy, May 7th? Yep. When we were recording this, and they were just arrested today by the GBI. And if we're being honest, Quincy, if social media never drew attention to it, I can probably say most likely those it two men... never got handled. No one would have never known. Mm-hmm. Now... And it would just been passed down. Mm-hmm. And no one would have never cared. But I'm glad it got on social media and that is having attention. And that those two guys got arrested because what they did was not right. And they know if, I don't know, someone killed their son, they would be mad. Mm-hmm. Same situation. So, like, you can't, you can't do that to somebody else. This is, and as you can tell, these guys are the type... I, I, I don't understand it because it's different when somebody is actively trying to murder you on your own property, on your own land, and they just broke in and are trying to kill you. But they weren't even at their house. Mm-mm. They chased him down and hunted they him. They chased him down and they expected him not to fight them. If you're running and someone attacks you, what would you do? No. What would you do? Well, and Quincy, not even that. They pulled out their guns immediately. They had their guns out right. already. They, you knew that they planned to kill him. They were ready to kill. If you pull out mm-hmm. a gun, that means you're ready to kill. And what's even worse is that that guy, Greg McMichael, the father, was a police officer. But what makes it even, what makes it crazier is that police officers, trained law enforcement officers, are trained to use something called the use of force continuum. And if you don't know what that is, that is something that police use to judge what type of force that they can use. So, like, what, what, um... What Ahmad was doing, um, his resisting, even, okay, let's just say, for example, they were trying to arrest some, like, police were trying to arrest someone that was fighting back like Ahmad was. Ahmad was not punching them or fighting them and hitting them. He was just trying to get away because these two men with shotguns approached him and were trying to murder him. So what what Ahmad did was called just, um... Like, passively resisting, I believe. I I can't remember the specific name for it. But he was not um, actively, you know, hitting them. He was just trying to get away. He was resisting. At that point... Okay, but he wasn't being arrested. They were not I know. No, no, no. Quincy, Quincy. No, Quincy, what I'm saying is, like, if they were arresting someone like him... Like, um, like, that was resisting. Like, say a police officer was arresting somebody who was resisting. Yeah, but I know, I don't know, I know that. But, like, I still don't know why they were coming after him. You are not the police officer. Yeah. You retired. You gave away that badge. So why are you trying to come after a man who did mm-hmm. nothing to you, but you just suspect something? If you suspect mm-hmm. something, call the police. Yes, exactly. You don't have to approach him. Just exactly. call the police. If you suspect something, exactly. even though that's still wrong, you should still just call the police because then it would never have got to that point. Mm-hmm. The police maybe would have pulled him over asked him, hey, why are you jogging? Maybe he would have stopped. He seemed like a kind of respectable man. So, like, why would you... You're just getting yeah. in a situation that you don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Stop putting yourself in a situation that you don't know anything about. Stop instigating everything. Yeah. But, like, what I was saying is, like, police, which he was, a police officer, actual police officers who are dealing with someone, like, I'm just saying this as an example. This has nothing to do with a mod. Um, but if a police officer is trying to arrest someone who is resisting arrest, you know, just trying to get away... All that police officer can do at the most is pepper spray them or use control tactics to try and get them to the ground and maybe tase them. That is it. Um, 
a police officer if if a police officer were to shoot someone who was resisting like that they would be charged immediately with excessive use of force and murder and they would lose their job and probably a lot more um but when two civilians take the law into their own hands not even not even having any grounds to even try and quote unquote arrest him or do anything like the DA said with a citizen's arrest which was complete BS. Um, when they tried to do that, and they just shot and killed him, pretty much, um, without even having any evidence, that's what gets my blood boiling. Is, like, no matter... And, like, what makes it worse is that he was an armed African-American, and you already know dang well what was going through their head. Oh, he looks like a... Okay, sure. He... Yes, because I'm sure to them he looks so much like a burglar. Um, it's just awful. And, like, it just makes me so angry that people are still like that and the fact that people will just kill someone in cold blood because and like they use this bs excuse well we he looked like a burglar that we had i thought he was a burglar that does not give you the right to shoot a man dead in the road who's just jogging minding his own business that gives you no right to do that and first of all how dare you how dare you Pull your truck out and tell him, hey, stop, and try and take the law into your own hand. That is not something you do. That is not. And especially if somebody is not on your property trying to murder you. He was literally jogging. He was jogging, minding his own business, and these two white men literally pulled over, stopped, and shot him. And you know what this does, Quincy? This makes people look at Georgia in a certain way. And this is just awful. And I hate it, and I'm so tired of dealing with people who do stuff like this because it makes everyone look bad. It, you know what I'm talking about, Quincy. Is because people paint, you know, now when stuff like this happens, people paint the South in, like, a broad brush. And, like, just stuff like that. Like, reading through comments on stuff, I just see people and they're like, well, when you're in Georgia, you can smell the racism in the air. Can I clarify, people? And, Quincy, correct me if I'm wrong about anything. Not everyone in Georgia or in the South is a racist. Let's put it that way. Not every single human if being. If everyone in Georgia was a racist, there wouldn't be black people in Atlanta. Because I, I can tell you, Atlanta is maybe 75, 80 percent black. So, yeah. just saying that well. Like, like it, it, you can't just claim that everyone is a racist and paint the South on a broad brush and be like, you can smell the racism in the air. Not everyone is racist, okay, people? We just have to live with that fact. Not everyone is racist. Are there racist people? Yes, there most definitely are. There is no sight of a decline. And sadly, there are parents like these, like that, that man, Greg, who raise their children to believe things like this. And literally, you see it all the time. Like one of my teachers in elementary school told us about how one... Um, how how wrong racism is, and he he it's one of the best values he ever taught us was how wrong racism is, and also how stuff like that is passed on through just you know when your parents just teach you everything Jackson, you know. Jackson. Yeah. What's the teacher's name? You're not gonna like this one, Mr. McConnell. Oh yeah, you know I'm not talking like that. Don't man. just don't just don't comment. <laughs> But he's, he, you know what? He could be listening. I'm gonna say all right. I'm also gonna say it. Uh, Quincy, just be, be, be. I don't even know diplomatic. Um, 
But no, he, he told us about one time he had a child in his class, and their parents moved them out of that class and requested it because, quote-unquote, she was the only white kid in the class. Okay, I was the only white kid in many of my classes at the school we went to. You know how much I cared? Zero, because guess what? That is why I got a, such a diverse view at the world. And if you go to a school that's all one race, like just your race, you are not going to understand how everything works. You need diversity in your life, because if you're just around the same people, you are going to sound like the most ignorant person in the room most of the time. When all you do is say, well, why don't they just get a job? Some people can't get jobs, because not everyone lives in the same areas as you, or not everyone has the same opportunities in the same areas. You need to understand these facts that people have. And I'm not trying to go on some, you know, tirade. I'm not going to pull politics into this. But all I'm just going to say is this. The fact that this happened is a complete and total travesty. My condolences go out to the family. And to uh, Greg and Travis McMichael, I have one thing to say. Um, and that is, um, hope you enjoy prison food. Okay? Because... <laughs> All I know is the fact that this happened was a travesty, and anyone who dares to defend these people, um, there's one place you can go, and I'm not going to finish that. But Quincy, remember how yesterday... Thank you, Quincy, my anger translator. Um, but no, Quincy, remember yesterday how when we were posting the petition everywhere for... Um, for uh, Ahmad, um, you were saying, let one white person say something about this. We just want to, we just want one, just one, so that just that way one. we can just, just destroy their lives. So Quincy, let me let me just read you this comment that um, my mom found on Facebook that somebody said. Okay, um, this guy. I'm going to name him by name because I think he should be called out for his BS. Chris Tenbrink. Do you know him? No, I do not, and I'm so glad. Okay. He shared the thing, and it, it was the NBC um, article talking about what happened. And it okay. shows the video that shows the deadly shooting of Ahmad, right? He says, now y'all watch. This dumb A runs towards a man with a firearm, gets the Trayvon treatment, referring to Trayvon Martin, which, um, don't even get me started on that case. And now everyone says he's the victim, and then puts in all caps, ha 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 ha. First of all, I'm not even going to address how wrong that is. First of all, okay, I'm going to start with this. This dumb A runs towards a man with a firearm. He was not running toward him. What happened was he pulled the gun on him, pointed it at him, and he was trying to fight with him to get away because he was trying to actively shoot him. That's all he wanted to do was just get away. Just get away. That's what he was trying to do. Second of all, the Trayvon treatment, that is a completely different case but still wrong, okay? In my personal opinion... With all the evidence that I read through, and I read through the Trayvon Martin case, um, George Zimmerman, in my opinion, should not have been released. Uh, Quincy, would you disagree? No, I wouldn't disagree. George Zimmerman never should have gotten away with that. He, he First of all, he shouldn't have took the law in his own hands with a firearm. Again, like like just like these McMichael people did 
and it wasn't even taking the law into his own hands. He should never have shot him and uh, shot him without any grounds to do so. First of all, you never get a firearm involved unless you have a reason to get a firearm involved. Second of all, how are you going to say the Trayvon? Tra that is a completely different like case person first of all so you can't just group people like that and second of all both cases are still wrong like George Zimmerman and the McMichaels are still in the wrong and, and now everyone says he's the victim um last time I checked when someone is shot by two men in a truck who just ch chased him down for no reason other than they thought he looked like someone who was involved in a burglary the, he is the victim he is most definitely the victim. Those two guys who were attacking him were not the victim in that case. Would you disagree, Quincy? No, I wouldn't. Do you have anything else to add to that? I'm just going to say, rest in peace. This is not a way that anyone would, would want to go out. And I just pray for him, and I pray for his family, and I hope the best out of the situation. I hope justice is deserved. And hopefully he is in a better place. Mm -hmm. My last little tidbit is if you have the audacity to try and defend what these men did, um, all I have to say is you deserve... Um, I'm not going to wish something super horrible on you. I'm just going to say I hope that your worldview changes immediately because if you think that that's right, there's something completely and totally wrong with you. And uh, that's all I have to say for that subject, guys. It, it It's just awful. Just awful. Well, on the better news, the coronavirus seems to be slowing down, even though I personally don't think it is, and I personally think it'll come back. And you see people are starting to gather in large groups again without a mask, not staying six feet apart. So how do you feel about that? Um, I think we are due for another break. Uh, ooh, excuse that. I think we are due for another outbreak. Um, they're saying it could return in the winter. Um, if we get rid of it now, we will have maybe two or three months to be outside and enjoy life, and then we will be back inside for the winter. Um, this is not just going to be a one-and-done deal. I wish it would be, but this thing has already mutated multiple times, and, um... Now it is, um, it's hit a point where they're saying, um, we could be an on and off quarantine until 2022, until we get a handle on this, um, you know, like we do the flu. And the flu does kill many people, I, but I hate hearing this defense. I hate hearing, oh, well, the flu killed more people. That doesn't mean anything. We, the flu, we it's have still a... still killing people, by mm -hmm. The flu we have a vaccine for, we know much more about the flu than we do about the coronavirus. So everybody, just stay inside. Um, stay healthy. If you have to go out, practice, you know, healthy procedure. Wear a mask. Yes, wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Do not stand close to someone that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's someone who lives in your household, understand, you should be able to do that. But if you, like, let's say, I don't know, I see Jackson. I am not going to stand more than six feet away. I mean, yeah, less than six feet away from him. Because I don't know where he's been. And mm -hmm. they say it, but... And and Quincy and I are both deemed essential workers, so we've both been out working, dealing with this, um, you know, while this pandemic goes on. And um, I've gotten to hear opinions from all sorts of people. Um, no, 
Okay, no, the government is not trying to keep you trapped inside. The government's number one goal is not to shut down the economy and make everyone broke. They're not doing this for the fun of it. They're not doing this for giggles or anything. This is a serious matter, okay? And just because you are not high risk does not mean that you cannot get seriously ill from it. It depends on what mutation of it that you get. Yes, people, that's right. This disease has already mutated. In fact, there's a strain of it that's way more contagious than any of the others, and that's what scientists are worried about right now. In fact, um, you know, even if you're not high risk, um, the disease caused by this strain of coronavirus, COVID-19, is still very dangerous for your respiratory systems. Um, so you need to stay healthy. Um, you need to stay hydrated. And um, just stay inside, people. Just practice healthy measures. Wash your hands for more than 20 seconds, I believe. Didn't they up it maybe a little bit, like to 30? Yeah, they upped it. Maybe, I think it's double, so like 60. I don't know. Wash your hands just for as long as you can bear because nothing extra, as far as hygiene goes, is going to hurt you. But the thing is, we've been due for a pandemic for quite a while. Mm-hmm. What happened in, like, 1918, 1919, 1920, you know, about 100 years ago? And what happened in the 50s and 60s, I believe? So I think one happens maybe, like, every 50 years. So, yeah, I think we've been due for one. And mm-hmm. I heard that Obama was getting ready for it because he thought it would happen in his term. Once Trump got it, he got rid of the team that was going to help solve it if one happened. Mm-hmm. But got rid of the task force, so. And President uh, Trump announced that the task force will stay indefinitely um, to help deal with this. And what we just need is people. We need to pay people, like epidemiologists and people like this, to just prepare us for pandemics and keep us in check. Because what we need, and I'm sure the government already does this, but we need to gauge how prepared are we if just crap hits the fan. And I remember months ago when this first happened in China and the outbreak started and everybody was like, well, it's just in Wuhan. And it yeah, started spreading to more countries. Like, oh, it wouldn't come to us. It's not going to hurt us. Yeah. The United States was like, oh, it's not going to hurt us. And we shielded. it. Like, I feel like if we would have taken it more seriously and closed down everything for a good two weeks, no grocery stores, no nothing. Now, I'm sorry I have to say this. But nothing would be open. You can't even leave your house. We wouldn't be in the predicament that we are today. Mm. Well, you can't really close down grocery stores because people still need to get... Or just like have a food bank to where no one goes inside. It's like a tent. You can get all the food you want, but they skip it. Mm. Or just have, like, the government commission's Postmates or, like, places like that to deliver the stuff to your door. Right. Like, Postmates, uh, this is not a paid advertisement. I wish it was, Quincy, because if we got some advertisements, I'd be... But um, <laughs> we we need something. But uh, but um, on Postmates they let you deliver you know different things that you need. What what we, I wish we could do that. I wish Kroger would start delivery and stuff like that. And honestly, like I just think we we just need to find better things. And I'm so tired of because like every time that I go to work, I hear people saying they're just trying to lock us in our houses and they're just trying to do no. Nobody is trying to lock you away in your house. Nobody wants to do that. But guess what? That's the predicament we're in because right now we're trying to combat something. We're 
what people don't understand is just because you do not have it doesn't mean that we should just reopen everything, okay? We need to keep many things closed. Essential businesses, fine. That's cool. That's good. We'll keep them open. But anything non-essential, like... A hair salon does not need to be Yeah. A barber shop does not need to be open. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Too many people have gotten adjusted to the modern world. See, give it maybe 500 years ago, you didn't have to get a haircut every two weeks or get your hair done or all that. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't necessary. People are too focused on their looks. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the wrong thing to do in your... When you're in a pandemic, no one cares how you look. If we're all starving, we're all in the house, who cares? If you're dying in your deathbed, do you really care how you look? Should you really be caring how you look? Yeah, like, um, I'm sure nobody who's sitting on their deathbed looked at someone and was like, How is how's my hair? You know? It, and I honestly that's that's what our state has done, Quincy, is um Georgia has reopened, um is starting to reopen. And first of all, when we were starting to reopen, we were not seeing any sort of curve. In fact, we the only curve we were hitting was a bell curve. And, like, cases were still going up at a rapid rate. Um, deaths were still going up at a rapid rate. And um, what scared me is I have two high-risk people in my house, but one of those high-risk people goes to work every day. That's my mother. Um, then we have my little brother, and uh, I'm still going to work every day. My dad's still going to work every day. My mom's still going to work every day because we're all essential workers. Somehow we all got grouped in the essential workers, um, you know, deal. And we're still going to work, you know, and I mean, my dad, where he works, he doesn't come in contact. It's high security. Um, you know, he works for a company that doesn't let just anyone in. So he's fine. The only people he comes in contact with are his co-workers, and that's still not the best idea, but that is way better than coming in contact with just every single human being. Yes, this is Bert. So, <laughs> uh, we're back. Um, so, uh, conspiracies. Ooh, Quincy, what's your conspiracy theory about all this? Um, the coronavirus? Yep. Don't be well, afraid. Don't be afraid to speak. This is a safe place. Not unless the Chinese government comes. I don't think Anchor is owned by the Chinese government. Why do you know that? I don't know. That kind of scares me now, Quincy. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, um, um. What are your thoughts about aliens? No, I'm just kidding. I heard aliens are like people from the future, but I don't know about that. They say that like they're people from the future traveling back in time. I really don't know. See, I don't, personally, I don't believe in aliens, but I entertain the idea, um, you know, because I'm, yeah. I'm open to anything. You know, I'm not, like, in fear, like, they're going to take me every night, but, like, yeah. um, you know, I don't really believe in aliens. That's why I do like the idea that, you know, there are people from the future just coming back, but um, I was, I've been seeing people with this uh, quarantine. I've been doing a lot more uh, podcast listening. Um, than before, and Joe Rogan was talking with one of the. You have you seen the video that the Navy released, the Air Force no. released. Um, yeah, they released a video of an actual aircraft chase with a UFO. And um, uh, Joe Rogan, his podcast got the guy who actually um, was flying the plane, 
um, they got him to talk. And what he said was, and I, I can't, I'm going to give him, you know, I'm giving him credit. I don't want to tell his story, you know, because this is his story to tell. But what I believe he said was he initially, like, the, um, the, I think it was the Navy. The Navy kept um, finding, you know, this unidentified object on their radar scans moving at like crazy speeds and in different directions and um finally you know they had this on for like a week and finally they were doing drills and the navy was like hey uh go check this out so you know he and another one of his um you know one of his fellow pilots went and observed what happened and what he said was they f were flying um, you know, over the area where, uh, the Navy said it was, or I believe they lost, you know, it on the radar, and he found it, and he saw it, and it was hovering, and it was sort of like a joystick, where it would move north, south, east, west, north, south, east, west, you know, it would just fly in patterns that a plane cannot fly in, and, um, then... He said at first he thought it was a helicopter, but then he checked and there was none of the water, you know, kicking up like a helicopter blade would cause it to do. So he said, okay, that's weird. And he told his one pilot to observe from above. So then he flies down to meet with the object and the object stops moving in its north, you know, south, east, west motion and flies up to meet him. Then he says he and the UFO are flying in a circular direction, you know, like when you're going around a table trying to catch someone and they move around the table too, in a circular pattern, he said that's what it was sort of like. So then he says, obviously, what people would do, is, you know, you cut through the circle that both of you are making. So he cuts right through the circle and he said it moves super fast, flies right over his nose and disappears. Just literally flies right over his jet and disappears. And the person from above said, uh, it's gone. So then he is freaked out, and he's like, that's weird. So he said he reports back to the carrier, and, you know, they're doing these drills later. And um, <clears throat> he said they f they saw it again. It popped up on their radar. And so he said that he, um, and, you know, he, he has another guy in the plane with him. And um, he said the other guy was the one operating the camera system, and he was trying to get track of it. And he said there were all these, you know, he was talking in depth about the detection systems on the jets and everything and different stuff like that. And he said that um, he switched back and forth between the cameras, and it was actively jamming one of his, um, you know, radar, um, one of his, um, you know, type of detection systems. And um, active jamming is a act of war. So he says, weird. So he's switching between, you know, different things. And he uses one of the cameras and catches footage of it. And it literally flies and just takes off. Like they can't find it. And then, um, I know I'm so sorry um, to be pulling so many resources from uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. I just think they're so interesting with some of the people he gets on there. Shout out to uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, go check go check out his podcast. They're amazing. Here's a person that I like. They're on YouTube. Her name is Kendra Ray. Yeah. And speaking of time travel, there is this man. His name was John Cheater. And in the early 2000s, he came on the internet forums. Now, granted, in the early 2000s, the internet was not like it was today. So, you know, it was different back then. So, he came on the internet forums 
and he said that he was time traveling from like 2036, I believe, and he said there was a world war, and there was lots of destruction, and people needed help, and they needed a way to find different languages on a computer or something. So he went back to 1975, and his grandfather had a computer that they needed. And this computer's Core 70, it was a 1975 computer, and it could tell different languages. I forgot what was the other specific part about it, but it could tell different languages. But granted, John Chitter allegedly was born in 1998. So he went back to 1975, he got the computer, and he stopped around the time he was born and stopped fast in. And he actually did make some predictions. He said one time, and I don't know if this is true, but this is before 9-11. It was like early 2001, so maybe January or February. He said, there's a building in my world. Where is the building now? And, of course, a few months later, 9-11 happened. And he also predicted the aircraft. Um, there was an F aircraft in 2003 that burned up um, from flying. Mm -hmm. The spaceship back down. You remember that? And he said, yeah. y'all, something like y'all never got the fire out of your spacecraft or something like that. And this was like in 2000 when he said that. Whoa. There were all some things he said that were wrong. Like there would be a civil war in the mid-2000s, like 2005. So I was always wondering that. And he also said that time traveling is not what you think it would be. It's like stepping into multi-universes. Like you're stepping to another self of you. And it's just keep on replacing your former self. And that there is a 1% difference on what happens. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, you can have a brown table and then when you go into other time traveling back to your past, you can have a white table. I don't know, it could be like a 1% difference, something very minor and small, but it could still affect your life in any yeah. way. You know, have you ever heard of Bob Lazar? No. So Bob Lazar is somebody, he's been on, I mean, all sorts of stuff. He claims that he was hired by the uh, U.S. military in the 1980s to reverse engineer um, extraterrestrial technology. So, like, their engines turn it, turn their engines into something we could use, you know? Like, use what we have on Earth to make what they have. And he claims to have been hired to do that. And what he said was that there was a discovery of an element that, you know, its half-life is super quick. Like, it just disappears. It just dies off. Uh, and he said he called it element 115. Well, that element that he discovered, or he says he discovered, and he says is used in extraterrestrial or UFO engines, um, he said... Um, has been discovered as recently. Well, everyone, you know, typically when people claim something as heavy as that, people are like, oh, you're bluffing. I kid you not, Quincy, they have finally, they have discovered this element. And there is evidence that the super heavy element 115 exists. Yeah. And it just, it has a half-life and just deteriorates quickly, like almost immediate. And that's why it's been so hard to to discover and use for engines like that. And when I'm hearing this and then I read that there actually has been a discovery of it, I just think that's crazy. You know? Yeah. But, um, Quincy, have you ever looked into, um, you know, like, how time travel works? 
It's not like Back to the Future, like you would Yeah. So it's easier to travel um, further forward in time than it is to travel backwards. And what that means is like you would have to bend space-time. And when they say space-time, they talk about something like this. Time and space is different relative to the time on Earth. So like what they say is like um, like an example they give is like you could just shoot off in a rocket and travel, you know, um, for a long time. I can't right, remember. Right, and it could be only two years. Yeah. It would be two years for Earth, but for you it could feel like 30 minutes. And I think that's just crazy. And so, like, you're aging in space. Like, I mean, it's not any different because you still age. But, like, the time that you feel like you've spent in space is way different than it's actually been on Earth. And I think that is, like, crazy. But they say it's a lot easier to travel forward in time than back in time. Because forward in time, you know, you just, like, like they said, like, space-time is just easier to bend when moving forward because, you know, like, like they said, time and space feels way different compared to time on Earth. But there has been, um, have you ever heard of the Nazi, their bell time machine? Have you ever heard of it? I think so. Like, don't you use, like, black holes? It's not like a DeLorean or anything. You, like, have to use black holes, like, for time traveling. I think I heard about that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, you can only go back, like, a certain amount of years before you have a higher percent to mess things up. But it is easier to fast um, time travel forward than it is backwards. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what... That's all I know now. What they say is that Nazis were working, and Nazis worked on a bunch of secret projects. Like, they were working on missile technology. They were working on all sorts of secret projects. And as horrible as they were, um, they worked on a lot of technology that we use today. Like, um, what, what a lot of people don't realize is when we invaded Nazi Germany, we took many of their um, research you know, projects. And what we did was, um, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? Nope. Operation Paperclip, and I've read about this. I um I, I like to do a lot of reading, and um uh, I'm gonna you know my source for this is from an author called Annie Jacobson, and um I love her books. I mean I love her books. I discovered them one day because I was going through Amazon, and um she writes. She's a journalist. She is like she does a lot of journalistic writing, um, but she makes books out of it. And so what she has done is she she has one called um, the Pentagon's Brain, and it's called it's about DARPA, which is a top secret um, research um, research sector of the military of the Pentagon. And what they do is they research technologies that are twenty years in the future. So like like these technologies we're just seeing now could have been worked on in the um, you know, 2000. 2000s. And what they're working on now could be in 2040. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing a lot of future research projects that, I guess, I don't, I don't know how they're future research projects, but they're trying to get us ahead of the game. That's why they're starting the research on these things so early, is so that by the time it comes around, we, you know, we, we have already been on top of it, we got it done, that way we can move on to the next thing, to worry about national security. I feel like every government does this, but, um, that's what's you know had kept the U.S. in such a heavy lead compared to other governments is DARPA and different things like that. 
But um, if you ever read, you know, any of her things, I suggest Operation Paperclip, and that is where we took, um, you know, the U.S. government and many other governments around the world. When it came to the Nuremberg trials, and you know, people were getting, um, you know, executed, and they were on trial. What we did was. Um, us and many other governments would go in and we would offer their top scientists and researchers, you know, we would bail them out of it. But in return, they would have to do research for the U.S. government. So, like, NASA, um, one of the, our directors, oh, I have a hard time remembering his name. Um, my gosh. Um... His name was Warner Von Braun, and he, um, many people suspect, and I'm sh I don't know if it's been proven or not, I'm not going to, you know, like, say anything about this, but she got information that said Warner Von Braun, who was the, uh, NASA director, and he was an American-German aerospace engineer, he was a Nazi, but he helped the U.S. get to the moon, as we say, um... But he helped us work on many of our rocket programs. And just like that, like, um, the CDC, multiple other agencies like that were built using former Nazi scientists that we rescued from being, you know, executed. Killed. Yeah, executed. And we rescued them from that. And in turn, they did research for the U.S. and would work for us. And would do research, and like that's how we got biological weapons. Was because what a lot of the Nazis did was they found ways to turn diseases into weapons against people. We've done it. I mean, for most of the human history, we've had biological warfare, but they found out. You know, they were trying to work on ways to weaponize that. You know, missile systems. The Nazis were working on those, but then we got NASA and different things like that to make rockets that could deliver bombs and nukes and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I, I don't know, I can't remember all of the evidence that um, she had for it, but we, we rescued um, Nazi, you know, pretty much war criminals. I mean, that's what they were, was war criminals, because they did horrible experiments on the Jewish people and anyone in their camps. They just did these horrible experiments, and they researched how these experiments, you know, affected them and different things like that. It's just awful, but we rescued those people. And in turn, they did research for the U.S. government and um, many other governments around the world. And that's how we achieved, you know, so many um, breakthroughs is through them and also the research from many other people. I mean, you know, you can't say it was just because of them because I'm sure we would have discovered it. But they did lend a hand and we did rescue them. And, um, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. Germans, you know, have been, when it comes to science, Germans have contributed, you know, on numerous events. I mean, so have many other people, but I think it's just crazy that we rescued these crazy scientists. Like, like of all the German scientists that you could choose to rescue, you choose to rescue Nazi scientists, you know? Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I would not. I Personally, I would Was not. Was Albert Einstein a I mean, not a German? German, yes, and I think, I believe, um, if I'm not correct, or if I am correct, um, Albert Einstein did research on nuclear weapons. Um, 
but he did die in New Jersey. He was born in Germany in 1870. So he died in Florida. Uh, no, he died in New Jersey. I don't think he did research for Germany for um for um nuclear weapon or for nuclear. I swear Einstein died in Florida. Let me look it up. Albert Einstein, I believe, um, I believe he developed the atomic bomb, or at least contributed, so no, so he was not, um, he didn't work for Germany though, sorry, um, Einstein contributed to the Manhattan Project, do you know what that is? Quincy? Oh no, you're right, New Jersey. Yeah, um, do you know what the Manhattan Project was? The Manhattan Project was the project that got the first atomic bombs built. And um, Albert Einstein did not contribute to Germany, but he contributed to the U.S. And what he did was he provided equations, and he contributed um, many other things to the Manhattan Project. But he, did, he didn't know the atomic bomb was being developed, and he didn't have any influence on the decision for it to be dropped. But... He did um, contribute a little bit to um, the Manhattan Project. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. But uh, did you hear the, um, there's, like, multiple conspiracies about, like, um, I don't know, just, like, different things. Like, um, many people right now, the most, fam the most popular one is that people think that the coronavirus was created in a lab in China and was released for multiple different reasons like some people say it was released to uh, you know to slow the US or you know to do these different things and all i know is if it was developed by them it backfired because i mean their people got killed too you know um but i do think it's weird like they said before all of this went down china was stockpiling multiple different um you know like medical equipment and stuff like that but honestly, they did also not release any information about this for however long, you know? Right. I don't, I don't know. These, there's a lot of conspiracies that are crazy, but, oh, sorry, back to the, um, so the Nazi bell was what people call, um, it was a time machine is what many people speculate. And so a lot of people speculate that their time machine that they created when um, Berlin was getting invaded by Russia, um, you know, when, because the Russians got there first, or the Soviets, sorry, the Soviets got there first. When the Soviets were invading um, Germany, Berlin, sorry, many people believe that the uh, Nazis who were working on the time machine had it completed, and what they did was they hopped in it and went to either the future or the past, somewhere. And so it disappeared. And um, that's what a lot of people speculate. I don't know. But do you think that the government already has time machines? Because, I mean, if we have DARPA researching for the future, you know, I think that's crazy. I think, I don't know, we might already be on something like that. And people, a lot of people say it's virtually impossible, but you never know because a lot of stuff is kept top secret. Have you heard of the Bohemian Grove? No. What's that? It's supposed to be like this place to where all the richest men in the world there. I think they're all white. I want to say they're all white. And they're the wealthiest and the most powerful. So let's say it's the presidents like Bush, Reagan, Nixon, Jimmy Carter, I believe. Just 
all different types of people, but they're rich and powerful. They get together in this woods in Northern California about every year around June or July, and they have like this party or get together, and they say no political stuff goes around, and they're just horse playing around. But apparently, one of their sacred things to do since 1980, they take a red hood, and they all walk in red hoods, like the Ku Klux Klan, and they march around this owl, and they parade it around an owl, and they say on the $1 bill, you can see the statue of an owl. Now, this is very top secret, and it was this man in 2000, forgot his name, but he was able to get in, and he saw it himself, and I don't know, it's just mind-blowing now, and no one knows a thing about this, but they found it out, but I don't know, I've never heard about it before I saw the video, but it's crazy, but the things they do. Yeah, like, um, I'm reading about it right now. Yeah, they say it's a gentleman's club, but they have an annual attendance of about 2,500 people. So probably the wealthiest. Yeah. yeah. So the wealthiest and most powerful in the world, probably. But what I what I think is crazy is, have you ever heard of, like, these conspiracies with, like, um, I don't know, like, Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of people say there's a lot of, like, just crazy stuff that goes on in Hollywood. I don't know. Like, um, there's just a lot of conspiracies about Hollywood. I'm not going to get into all those because I don't want to speculate and, you know, all that Doesn't stuff. Yeah. They say a lot of that stuff, and I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't believe that, but we'll see. Um, you don't believe in selling yourself to the devil? I mean, if somebody ever told me, and, like, what people don't realize is, like, the devil offers only the things that you are going to want, but um, one thing that I would never do is <laughs> something like that and try and sell my soul to Satan or anything. That's just <laughs> what... Because for me, if for you to acknowledge Satan, you have to acknowledge God. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, when you acknowledge, okay, yes, there's Satan, and you acknowledge, yes, there's God, I'm not trying to bash anyone. I'm, trust me, I'm not. But all I can say is when you acknowledge one, you have to acknowledge the other. And when you acknowledge the other, you realize, hmm, all-powerful God... Um, and that all-powerful God has said he would defeat Satan, but you still go on worshiping. I don't know. I'm not going to bash anyone. I'm, you know, I'm not going to get too deep in that. All I, all I have to say is it's something I would never, ever do. And to be honest, I, I don't understand. Like, if you, if you're going to acknowledge Satan, you have to acknowledge that there's God and, you know, you know how that, that ends. But, um, but yeah, um. Quincy, I might have to cut out certain parts of these. I'm afraid somebody's going to have my head on a stake. Be just standing outside our houses at night with, like, black hoods on. Uh-uh, Quincy. <laughs> I'm going to gonna have to edit some of this. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I don't, I don't know. If you're in a cult, I, I guess, cool. I, I don't know. I mean, you do you. I Personally, I believe, okay, if you want to practice, whatever. You can practice whatever. Um, that's up to you. That is your prerogative. I am not going to, you know, force you to do anything that you are just going to, you know, not listen to. So, if you, if whatever you 
worshiper do, that's that's your choice. But uh, yeah, I just for me personally, I would never um, do something like that. But yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, what's your feelings about all that stuff? Um, I really don't know, but they say that the most glamorous things are the worst things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of believe that. Yeah. And they have some very bad things mm-hmm. going on in the background. Yeah. Which I just why I believe why they say the devil was the most beautiful was angel. Mm-hmm. The, the prettiest things are always the best. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be appealing to the eye, but for you, it's going to be what tears you down. Right. I don't know. I would love, you know, to at least just, I don't know. Like, I'm one of those people I feel like, you know, if I ever somehow became famous or something, I'd be fine with it. But if you made me try and sell my soul to the devil, like, you just corner me in some room. And, like, everybody's got on, like, a red hood, and they go, and all of them speak in unison, like some, I don't know, I, you know, like, that crowd gathering stuff, and they'd be like, so, you're so, I'd be like, uh, excuse, what? Excuse me? You just keep bringing him up, don't you? You just love to bash that man, Quincy. You, you just make your life a whole, just destroy that man's career. <laughs> I'm sure your favorite president wasn't it too, Quincy. Uh, no, he wasn't. Quincy, if there's one president involved in it, and there's all the presidents involved in it, there's no way that there's all the presidents involved in it. Quincy, they say that. Oh my God! Here we go, Quincy. I mean, yes. Okay. It was mostly Republicans in it. There were a few Democrats and Jackson. I really think that they do not allow, they don't allow women, they don't like allow children. So I highly doubt they allow, they allow people of color to say. Highly doubt. I, I don't know. I think there's a, something going on. Everybody's got a piece of the cake. I don't know. I just, I don't know. But like, Quincy, we'll see. Because if I get famous and I call you one night and I'm like, Quincy, you better come get me. You're going to be like, what's going on? I'm going to be like, they tried to make me sell my soul. They cornered me in a room. You better get here quick. You better be riding in on two wheels to get me, boy. Because if you do not, you're going to be at my funeral the next day speaking. That's all I know. I don't... That's why they say when you do that, the media will label you as more crazy. Let's just do that. Well, and, like, I think that's when a lot of stuff comes out about people. You know, like, um... Every time, I, f- I feel like every time people try and, like, you know, like, fight off what goes on with somebody, that's when some really private details or something embarrassing or something awful that they did in the past gets leaked. You, you know what I'm getting at? Like, when people in power don't like you because you don't do what they do. Like, you see it all the time in politics, but I feel like I feel like it happens in real life and in the celebrity world. But when people don't do, like, like, like with Britney... She gets sent to a, a mental facility and everybody labels her as crazy. Well, she probably didn't do something that somebody wanted her to do and she got sent right. there. And that's what I feel like a lot of people in power do is if you don't agree with them or you don't do what they want you to do, 
they're going to leak something about you or something that you did in the past that's awful that maybe you wouldn't do now or maybe you're just a horrible person, it gets leaked. But it wouldn't have got leaked if you did what they wanted you to do. And that's how they get you. But what, but what a lot of people don't understand, I don't know. I like to think... Personally, I, I like to think that there's good in this world and that Hollywood isn't, you know, all these things that people try and make it out to be like this evil society, you know? Like, I, I want all of these conspiracies to not be true. But then again, when you when you talk about conspiracy theories, you ha Quincy, you have to think these could be true, you know? I don't know. I, I sort of don't like conspiracy theories because I just like to think, okay, these people are just nice people. You know, they're good people. They're actually, you know... Human beings who are decent, or something like that, Quincy. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to think, like, oh, Hollywood's some cult, or something like that. Because I don't, personally, I don't think it is. I don't think every single person in Hollywood is involved in something. But I do feel like there is a group of people, of, of a group of people who are huge in this world, that do have some organized something. You know what I'm, I mean? Because there, there's just no way that every huge famous person in Hollywood is just evil and in a cult or something like that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I do think there are many, majority of, you know, people in Hollywood, because I just don't like that conspiracy personally, but I do think there is a majority of people in Hollywood, if that conspiracy was true, I do think there's a majority that are, you know, not involved in something like that, but... <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe if if it is true that I'm sure there are some people who are, but not everyone is in on it, you know. Or at least that that's just how I like to feel about it. I I don't know. I'd I'd hate to think that most of my favorite celebrities are involved in something like that. But we're just gonna stop talking about that because uh, I don't feel like going missing. This is not the time of year, Quincy. <laughs> are we about to wrap it up? Um. Quincy, why would you say something like that? <laughs> no, we're not. Quincy, you... The only thing you're going to sell this soul, your soul to is this podcast, okay? It's okay. been two hours. It has... Has it really? <laughs> oh, shoot. Our FaceTime is long. But, uh, no, uh... People, how long is it? How long is it? It's not even been an hour yet. But, um... But... I will say one thing, Quincy... I think we were on the social distancing trend for a podcast before anyone else was, because all we did was FaceTime. Uh, I would just FaceTime, and I know many people were like, you need to get Quincy in person. What, what do you think we are? Now we we just going to be sitting at home in different homes. I'm literally, people, I am doing this off of one device and Two devices, because I got Quincy on FaceTime on my phone, and I got my uh, computer just sitting here with a microphone connected to it. And honestly, people, podcasting is where it's at. All right? Quincy, when did this podcast blew up? I know you hate when I say stuff like this, because you tell me every time. Because you just, you just, I know, I know. I don't know, because you also sit there and you're like, eh. Quincy said this, people. All right, understand this. He has said the losers who listen to this podcast are never, ever going to get us to where we need to be. That's what Quincy says. Personally, I think he's wrong, but but you know how Quincy is. He just, Personally, I think I'm right, so. Quincy, you never actually said those losers. I was just paraphrasing, but now you understand how Quincy actually is. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Quincy? I might have to replace you. Go ahead. <laughs> 
You're right. Another one. Oh, Quincy, you grouping now? Okay. Um, no, you never find another one like me. That's all you gotta say. I know that's true. Never people. Quincy. Quincy is my best friend. I would never replace him. Uh, unless somebody paid me to. Uh, my cash app is a. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I wouldn't be mad at you if you did that. That's. Don't give me some money. That's. <laughs> Quincy be like, give me my fifty percent cut. <laughs> Quincy be like, just give me my cut and then we're good. And then all of a sudden next week, I might have to, I don't know. Me, I, I, I've been trying to get, you know, Anna and Amari to join us, but you know. Both of them, both of them, like she expressed a desire to have a podcast or do something like that. But then when I invite them and I say if both of you would like to she was like I don't want my voice being on uh, a microphone for everyone to hear and I'm like oh be quiet it's better than your face being out there for everyone to see that wasn't an insult I was just you know saying like well at least nobody's gonna see who you are but then then I try and I wonder what these people think it looks like five listeners that might listen okay for Quincy picture Terry Crews but less buff and uh, for me, picture Tom Cruise, but um, as if he ate McDonald's almost every day of his life. No, I'm just kidding. Tom <laughs> Cruise. You said Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. No. No, like... I'll give you more Tom Hanks than Tom Cruise. Why if you don't shut the... <laughs> I'm about to... All right, people, I'll see you later. No, I'm just kidding. It's true. He looks more like Tom Hanks than Tom Cruise. A younger Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. No, I... I uh, no, I don't look like a younger Tom Hanks. People say I look I, like I sort of look like Tom Cruise, but like di- a little bit different. Like if you mixed in, I can't remember who they said. Like they look like if Tom Cruise and somebody had a kid. Um, I don't know. I uh, never heard anyone say that to you, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's because you don't hang around who I hang around. We need that. to do. We need to do a comparison because I do not believe that. I'm about to send you a picture of Tom Cruise. You about to, boy. When was the last time you saw Tom Cruise? Probably never. I don't know. He's looking kind of old these days. Oh, yeah. He still does all his all, all his stunts, but he breaks bones and stuff like that. I'm just like, ah, oh, God. I have a respect for the man because he does all his own stunts, and he's a phenomenal actor, but good God, man. you, you oof. Once you hit a certain age, typically, you know, people at least hire a stunt person. No, Tom Cruise does all his stunts. All. His stunts. People say I look like Tom Cruise from uh, Top Gun. Sometimes. From Top Gun. Yeah, when he was in no. Top Gun. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Quincy. Look. Look. If I had some aviators, I'd I'd uh, I'd wear them. Say it. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Your nose is a little wider than it is. Oh, nobody said it's exact. They say I look a good bit like... You know what, Quincy? I'm going to get a chiseled... Okay, then who's the exact... I'm, I'm going to get a chiseled jawline. I'm going to say Terry Crews. I don't see it. But I think it's just because I'm black. And I'm black. And I'm a little bit... I am not grouping you in. I'm trying to say nothing because of your race, Quincy. Don't, don't even try. <laughs> I'm just saying because you are very you are very uh, muscular compared to you know like I mean 
But compared to Terry Crews, you're not as buff. That's all you ever do. But but you want to sit here and be like, well, you don't look like a... Like, I'm not saying I look exactly like him, but there are some similarities. Like, come on, Quincy. Just come on. My, my. I've gotten a few. I've I, got Terry Crews mm-hmm. right now. I've got Eddie Murphy. I just got no. I don't, I've never got Eddie Murphy. I thought someone told you you looked like one. I look like um, the guy from Get Out. <laughs> you look like. <laughs> I've gotten Chadwick Boseman, Bossman, Boseman, whatever. Mm, I've gotten that before. I don't think you look like him, but okay. Um, I've got Denzel before, of course. <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> I've got Denzel, of course. You got little Bill. <laughs> That's when I was young. Me and him do kind of favor. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, but you sit there and Maverick from uh, Top Gun. That's because we actually favor. You and that man look nothing alike. The only comment, oh. the only common thing y'all have is that you're white and you have black hair. White haircut and sort of like similar features, but like I yes, yes, but this kid on I don't know the kid on Good Boys with the black hair, y'all. Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth, Quincy. You know what? You look That's more it. like him, Jackson. You really do. Shut up, Quincy. You look like Thor. Shut you know, up. Really Oh my god, you say that just because both of us have freckles, both of us have black hair, and both of us are a little bit, um, husky. Hus- <laughs> I love that word, husky. Go see, I'm not that it's big. Funny. I'm, I'm literally, I've just got a little bit to the face. No, but it's not like big, you're just buffer, you're built, what's the word, you're big bone. Shut up, that's not you're any not, better. You're not a string bean, but you're more like a... I'm not What's built. Like? I'm not built like somebody that's gonna be super skinny. Okay, my bones are built uh, like a, a hoss. Okay, people. You're more like a street pole. You know. I mean, it, like I just got. Fat, but you're not skinny. I, I just got broad. Like I just got. I don't know. It's weird because like I got. I'm just built like large. Like not like large and like you know like body fat. I'm just built like I don't know like. My shoulders are wide and stuff like that, so yeah, I'm not. This kid isn't even fat, so he's not. But like, I'm just—I don't know. He's—he's he's built. Okay, he's built similar to like. Because when I was younger, I used to have a little bit to the gut and all that stuff, and oh, he's fat, and then I grew into it, and like, I don't know. Like, I'm—I mean, I'm not no scrawny like, but like, like I don't know. Like I um, I'm I'm built tough. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, like, like my shoulders are just wide. And, like, I don't know. Like, my shoulders are wide. I'm tall, but I'm not, like, string bean tall. I'm, like, like I can actually, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How to, how would you describe it? I'm just built. You don't look like a teenager. You could go for a dad. That's how you feel. Yes, people. I have a dad bod. <laughs> well, not a dad bod. No. Just a man bod. Not like a kid bod. Yeah. See, if you look at it, Quincy, me and my dad are built, like, really similar. Like, if you look at it, and that kind of scares me, because now my dad... my I mean, my dad's not, like, you know, like, morbid obese. Like, my dad's just muscular. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, our muscle doesn't show as much. It's more of, like, a, you know, like, we're just big and brawn. 
Like, that's, I don't know, that's the best way. I, yeah, brawny. Like, that's how I can describe it. It's just because we're super, like, we're really tall. And we can just, like, move a lot. Like, um, like, um, like, my dad literally just lifts riding mowers with one hand. Like, he just picks them up and, like, checks them and be like, uh, and then just put them right back down. Whereas, like, I sit there and, like, I mean, I can move them. But, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's... It's weird, because, like, Quincy, your muscle shows a lot easier. Like, my leg, my my calf muscles and my arm muscles, you know, show, but, like, the rest of it, like, my body is just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Just brawn. Because, yeah, like, then you have, like, those string beans, like, some people we know. We're not going to mention names. But, like, they just, you know, like, they're just super scrawny, and, I mean, they just move quick. It's really all they do. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, I can, like, freaking haul two lawn, like, two riding mowers up a hill. I don't know. It's just, no. It's, people are built differently. And then you have, and then you do have people like those people on my 600-pound life who just do nothing but eat. Like, like, surprisingly, (laughs) yeah, like, surprisingly, Quincy, I don't eat that much. Like, a lot of people think I do. I don't. I don't eat that much. I literally, for lunch, will eat, like, a sleeve of crackers and I'm good. And like I go like and then like dinner I eat like spaghetti. I'm good. But like I don't know, like during the day like all the stuff I do, like I lift concrete, I like move all sorts of stuff all the time because people people look at me and they're like, Can you carry this for me? I'm like <sighs> Fine. Mm. Next thing you know I'm hauling like three bags of like rocks for them to their car and I'm in a Lowe's parking lot, you know? Like uh, it's weird, but yeah. But no, Quincy, I'm trying to figure out who you look so much like. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's any celebrity that you really match up with. Because you do take some features from all sorts of different celebrities, and if you just combine them together. Yeah, you are. Like, okay. Um, for example, you have... And, I mean, I know you're probably going to hate me for this, but you've got, like, the head shape of Eddie Murphy. No, I'm just kidding. I don't nothing's wrong with his head shape. Nothing's wrong with his head shape, but I just don't know how you would feel about that. But, like, you, I don't know, you're, like, you just take different traits from other celebrities and put them together, and you would have, like, you know, like, you don't look like one specific celebrity. I don't think any anyone in our friend group does except for a... Anna, she looks kind of like David Spade's character, uh, Joe Dirt. You know what I mean, Quincy? I can see what you mean by the head shape. It's kind of... Yeah. It's not round, but it's not chiseled. It's yeah, just, like, you're, like your head ain't a peanut, but it's like not... Like jaw just goes down and, like, yeah. kind of sticks out. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you, you have, you know, like, your muscle shows, like, Terry Crews. And then, like, um... I don't know. I'm trying to think of some more celebrities. Um, you know, just different people. Like, if you combine different traits from different celebrities, but, like, you don't have one celebrity that's just like, oh, my God, he looks so much like them. Just like I don't. Like, people like people a lot of times tell me, oh, he looks like Tom Cruise and, like, sort of like Tom Cruise and Top Gun with the haircut and the, um, you know, sort of like the facial build, but, like, you know, sort of different, like, different things like that. Like, we don't, like, there's just not one celebrity that we all look like. Which is a good thing because then. I have never heard anyone say that to you. Quincy, that's because you don't hang around me enough like that. 
That's hilarious. What's hilarious? Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no. I would give you... I would give you that kid I was talking about. I would kind of give you Tom Cruise. I think it's the actor. Well, that kid is younger than me. If anything, he looks like me. He stole my look. And I don't have an ear piercing or nothing like that. I don't know. But I don't know. But yeah. I would give you kind of Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? Are you just saying that because he is Italian? The RBF. Yes. And the RBF. And the RBF. Oh my gosh. Yes! Yes, Robert De Niro's RBF. That is my face 24-7, people. If you just look up the first picture, you will see a Robert De Niro is him just looking at a camera. Sort of like, I don't know, the RBF. Like He looks like he looks like he's taking a picture and watching his kids misbehave on a playground while he's doing, like, while he's in a press interview. He, that's just sort of like how his RBF is. But, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like um, I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to describe how we look when it's us describing it. I feel like if we got one other person on here, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't know." But all right, then how about after she get on the PS4 party, ask them what we look like, and then we'll tell you guys on the next podcast. All right. So my name is Quincy, AJ Jackson, and we will see you later. Good night, everybody, and have a safe one. Listen to this man trying to do my outro. Everybody enjoy the time that you have to sit at home Quincy I'm about to mute you um, enjoy the time that you have to sit at home with your loved ones you know and um, stay safe try not to go crazy um, I, I was trying to be subtle with it Quincy um, please don't go bat crazy and burn your house down please I know how hard it is because I'm staying at home with my family too, but y'all just hang in there, alright? Hang in there, baby. I'm sorry, Quincy. We don't have time for that. We gotta go. Alright, we'll see you. Alright, bye. bye.